is this all wasted energy on either our part or Bill's part to have this titleless thing that we're all fixated on? I mean, I, I think so. I think so. And, and honestly, at this point, I, I could care less. I just want to go out there and play good defense. All right, man. Thanks, Tom. You got it. Tommy Kern with Gerard Mayo after not one but two days of Zooms for the Patriots coaching staff. He joins us on the Harbor One Hotline, our friend Tommy Curran. He's brought to us by Dr. Matthew Lepresti, Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Tommy Curran at 1-800-GET-HAIR. Tommy, good afternoon. What's up, my guys? Hello. Well, Hello. all right. So, big deal, no big deal. What do you make now after two days of hearing the Patriots coaches? I know it was said earlier this morning on this radio station that apparently they must have no idea what is going on down there because no one has given up their roles. What do you make of all this? Well, it's really a shell game that that Bill is perpetrating for whatever reason and i have to look at it as there's diminishing returns on the effort being expended certainly in some cases the cases mainly with the offense there is ambiguity and there are titles that are not applied because they don't know what they're going to do they don't know who the play caller is necessarily going to be they don't know how the offensive game plan is going to necessarily be coordinated and who is in what roles over there i think that is tbd i think they will determine it but I think it's going to be a process to do that. To me, I look at that and say, well, you've gone from a, the best coordinator in the league on offense and a consistent voice in the ear of Mac Jones that helped guide him to a Pro Bowl season, and now it's going to be, okay, guys that we trust as being in the system but who've never coached offense, and we're going to have an audition-slash-competition that's not really a competition because everyone's working together and everybody's got their hands in the soup. So over there. I'm a little concerned. On the other side of the ball, I think it's a disservice to guys like Gerard Mayo or Steve Belichick or anybody else because the league does thrive on titles, and Bill's not applying them is really more of kind of an agitation directed towards the media and the way things are done. Just the same way having his assistant coaches speak on back-to-back days before we've watched a single practice is kind of a – you know, okay, good. You got us. Okay, we did, we had to talk to him twice, and you've jammed them together. Okay, you got us, Bill. Good work. How, how can you be concerned about that after 40 years in the league or 45 and six Super Bowl titles to, to be that concerned about something as picky unit as this? Yeah, I'm with you completely, Tom, uh, with the whole title thing. It makes no sense to me why they do it this way. I don't think it's a disadvantage to other teams to announce who their guys are, what what positions they're coaching, if they have coordinators, whatever. I don't don't really get it. But one thing that we did learn uh, over the last two days is that Joe Judge will be working with the quarterback, Mac Jones. This is something that terrifies me. Gresh has been more level-headed about it, and and I I think this is – a horrible sign. Like, I don't think he's qualified to be working with a quarterback, let alone one that needs that big year two jump and needs somebody with him to, to help him in his second year in the league. I agree. Chris Gasper just asked a point to question of Joe Judge during our media access about comments made by um, John Mara, the Giants owner, about we've done everything we could to screw up Daniel Jones over the last two years. Joe Judge presided over the majority of Daniel Jones' time there. 
he would not go into an explanation of why he felt that was unfair. But Chris asked a good question. Why should people feel okay about Joe Judge being now involved with Mac Jones? And when you listen to Joe talk, and I've talked with him privately, I've talked with him on Zoom calls, and there's no disliking him, but there's an awful lot of words that come out of his mouth on any given occasion. And the speed with which they come out is extreme. And the topics are jumped from very quickly. So this is somebody whose teaching style might be difficult for a young quarterback who's got an awful lot to process to deal with. We all have teachers and we all, he was answering Chris Gasper's question by not answering it for four minutes. (laughs) Yikes. It was astounding. And I'm like, so I actually asked Patricia based on this, I said, how do you guys avoid giving this kid information overload after having one voice? Now he's got several. It's not a good recipe. I think they'd be well-served to figure it out sooner rather than later. Do you think they have an idea and they're just not saying anything because it's Bill and that's the way he does it? Did you guys watch Succession? Yes. Gresh doesn't watch anything, but yes, I watched watched it all. Yep. 100% same situation. Bill is Logan Roy, and everybody's getting to run it, proving that they're able or capable to, to do particular jobs and they get X'd off or moved up depending upon kind of some kind of whim. Who's Roman in this so, scenario, Tom? Let's go offline with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, you don't want that out there. That's fair. We don't, yeah. If we want to go uh, to the analogy the full way, Romulus. we want to really connect the dots here. Who's, who's Romulus? Is who's, that the guy who just gets killed in the end no, or that's, something? It's or? Macaulay Culkin's brother who's sending some interesting texts and, and things like that. Is maybe, not, amazing, oh, maybe not cut out to run the whole thing. Do yourself a favor. One time, Crash. Let your guard down and watch this one. You'd like the show. It's good. Oh, yeah. Crash doesn't watch any shows. No. That's that's part of it. It sounds like a lot of time (laughs) is what it sounds like. So yesterday I made the analogy that there are probably only a couple of teams in the NFL that right now – don't know who their quarterback is. And so you get into camp and everybody gets different reps and you try to figure it out. Is the similar thing at play here with the play caller with the Patriots? Like, are they going to have that be an open competition as, as practice begins? Seemingly. Um, Karen Garigian asked an excellent question about it being an audition. And Joe judge said, look, audition sounds like competition. I don't want to have it framed that way. We're all doing what's best for the team. I want to focus on footwork and then boom, he's off on a footwork tangent. <laughs> Good um, there footwork. He learned from the best apparently in uh, Belichick. Yes. He does that all the time. Jeez. Yeah. But Bill knows when to put a period at the end. <laughs> um, so we got, I would imagine it will sort itself out, but I think that, and it'll be interesting if this does happen, and I doubt given Bill's time in the league, probably should ask Mac, how do you feel about this? Who do you want to do? What do you want to do here? Mm. Or go to Hoyer and say to Hoyer, how's this working? How do you think the kid's doing with this? What, what ought we do here? Because I think taking the player's input on it would be helpful um, because they're the ones who are the students. Now, you don't want to have the, you know, them running the show, but I think everybody learns differently. And the people that you learn best from are the ones that you should go to visual learner, verbal learner, whatever. Figure it out quicker. 
Yeah, rather than, you know, Tommy, yeah. I've started to look at this on the inverse a little bit. Maybe Mac is the guy with the most knowledge of the offense, and the question should be, or at least one of the questions maybe we need to ask is, is it about uh, those guys being able to help Mac, or does Mac have a level of comfort in this offense to where it's whomever is going to be coaching him, and we assume it's Joe Judge, mm-hmm. that it's up to him to kind of get caught up to where Mac is at and then maybe trying to grow from there? That's a, it's a great question, and it's something that I have been thinking of because that's something that Bill Belichick told me privately once, and I think he said it publicly as, as well, and McDaniels. The hardest thing about coaching Tom Brady was being able to bring him something that would challenge him each week because he was so you know, senior in the league and had seen so much. It was hard to bring him things that he didn't know already. Will these guys be able to tell Mac Jones stuff that he doesn't know already, having never been dedicated quarterbacks coaches, having never been dedicated play callers at the NFL level? But there is a point at which we start to treat this stuff as if it's rocket science and nobody can figure it out, and I don't want to get to that point. But there's also an aspect of there's a finite amount of time to prepare for a season and to get going. And you better be up and ready to go to challenge Mac Jones and give him intel for that first game against Miami down there in the heat that he didn't have on how to attack Xavier Howard and Byron Jones and the rest of that defense that's new to him. Well, unless it's Bill who has to say, okay, I'll do it. Mm. Watch, which it seems like that might be the answer to a lot of things this season, right? Bill Belichick just kind of stepping in and, and handling mm-hmm. it. It's very evident he's coaching the coaches still. And we're just not used to that because it hasn't happened in a right. while. Right, they've had good coordinators for a while, at least, or at least on one side of the ball, like a reliable coordinator. Now, Joe Judge, one area in which I think he could help the team is special teams, but to this point, does it seem like he's only going to be on the offensive side doing things? So far, yeah. um, I don't think their special teams were terrific last year. No. I think we could all agree on that. Yep. Um, so with that backsliding that we saw, maybe there's a point at which Cam Acord gets a little assistance. But right now I think he's got a pretty full plate with being the quarterback coach, if that indeed is what he is. Tommy, I know you have a good relationship with Mayo, and we're making a big deal about no titles, and we heard your your conversation with, with Mayo when we started. Is he is he upset by any of this? Like, isn't that a guy who'd be able to be like, you know what, F this. I'm not going to operate in this environment like this without the title. Let me go somewhere else and go get another job and create a different path. Like, it feels like we're, think- we're scoffing over this. But, like, when is one of these coaches going to be like, screw you, Bill, I'm not dealing with this, give me a title or I'm leaving? Well, I don't think it's the title alone. It's the grab-assery around it. It's the the fact that they're going to have to sit there and entertain questions from us on a conference call about it, not just one day, but two days in a row, because there's this ambiguity. And it's, I think there's a fatigue probably on the part of these individuals, the coaches, who are like, what are we doing? Just, you know, and – there comes a point, and there has come points over the last few years we've seen it with players, with personnel folks, who finally say, you know what, I'm kind of over it here. I, I wouldn't mind moving on. And they do. So I'm not saying that's the case with Gerard Mayo, but I think that there are times for all of these coaches. I don't think they're put in a favorable spot. They almost seem embarrassed if you watch these videos and play back these interviews as they're discussing the questions, 
they're almost a little bit embarrassed, apologetic about having to answer the questions. I mean, Bill, here's what you're going to say. Go out there and say it now. All right. Whatever. Well, don't you get the sense, they, too, that, well, do it. that Patricia Judge and Steve Belichick are also of the, well, where else are they going to go? Who else would hire any of those guys? Like, I think those are oh, Bill guys. Oh, they'd so. be able to get jobs, I would th- I mean, if Joe Judge wanted to go be a special teams coordinator, okay, I'd that. like to think he can get that. If he's trying to- and somebody would hire, I would think, Patricia to be a D coordinator somewhere. But he came uh, back home. Maybe. Yeah, I don't But I think that's the thing is, like, they just they're, – they're, the loyalty is there, for, for better or worse, between yeah, those I two mean, with and him that's, and that's then Bill the with those guys, yeah. Yeah, and when Bill looks at these guys and, and takes them in after they're wounded little birds – <laughs> from being fired, and Steve, Steve's not part of it because Steve's got the, no, the bloodline will. No. Nor is Gerard, um, by the way. If there'd be one guy who'd be able to stand up and say, screw this, it'd be him. No, he's the one guy. I agree with that. He he could, but well, I think he he's okay Well, he going out and taking yeah. interviews, so maybe that's part of, right. you know, part of, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's okay. He's, I mean, he said it. I'm ready to move on. And I think that when you're sitting there discussing titles for two straight days in May with a bunch of media guys, because we're left in the dark and seemingly wondering whether there's any significance to it. It's not going to make him say, boy, I'd love to stick around for another year talking about this. Uh, finally, Tom, what do you think of Vince Wilfork getting the nod and getting into the Patriots Hall of Fame? That was the guy I had first on my list of three. We were all as uh, people on the panel able to put three people forward in order. And I had, uh, I had Wilfork, Vrabel, Welker, real tight with the Welker Mankins, real tight, real tight there. And it's, you know, you can go to Parcells too after Mankins. But that that was my list. There you go. Tommy Curran from NBC Sports Boston breaking down the pads as only he can. Tommy, thank you, friend. We'll catch you next week. All right, guys. Have a great week.